When you're deep in a dark dungeon and the cleric's down and dying And you've taken all the potions you had left And you feel like you are doomed because the demon you set loose is coming after you And you can smell its breath Don't ever give up Hello, welcome to a special edition of the Real Plane Exchange I'm your host, Adam, and I am joined by only one co-host today Hi, uh, it's Noah <laughs> Hey, Noah, appreciate it. Wish Chris could have been here for this. This was kind of impromptu because of time. And yeah. we're going to be talking about Gen Con. And, of course, it's the quote-unquote the four biggest games. Uh, shit, I'm getting it backwards. It's the four biggest <laughs> The four days. biggest games in days? <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. I'm all bass-hackers today, but yeah. uh, I'm excited, man. It's from the time that I got into gaming I always wanted to go to Gen Con. It didn't seem really seem like an option. Of course, I'm a teacher, and oftentimes the scheduling is there's a huge conflict there. But last year, I would have went to, but decided to like father a child. So I yeah, you know, doing important things like propagating the human race and all. That. Yeah, and you know, I I would like to have a home to come back to. But I managed to sneak away one, one day last year, and I went up to the exhibit hall and. My God, it just, it whetted my appetite for more. So this year, unless unforeseen workforces derail it, I will be showing up for Gen Con on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and a little bit of Sunday. So Noah, you're a veteran at this. How many Gen Cons have you been to so far or how many would this make you? We'll count this one. Uh, this will be my fifth Gen Con. I started in 2012. So Damn. So fifth Gen Con. And mm-hmm. I'm sure between 2012 to 2014, you have you seen a lot change in that time period? I haven't seen a whole lot change. It's always been at, at least as long as I've been going, it's always been at the Indianapolis Convention Center in downtown Indianapolis. And so the event has stayed mostly the same. There's been a few changes with like the exhibit hall. Like it's kind of grown. Um, there's been a lot more people every year and especially with this year they're expanding over to the lucas oil stadium which is the big you know football stadium that's like right down the road from the uh the convention center Mm -hmm. probably some interest in pokemon down there yeah i'm sure (laughs) um so here's I'll, i'll give you the scenario this is everything that i've done so far you can yay or nay it and then I'm just going to basically spend the rest of this episode trying to figure out how I can Gen Con as best as I can Gen Con. So through uh, contacts with uh, the RPPR group and all that, I learned about uh, pre-registration. So mm-hmm. I pre-registered. I bought my tickets. So I, I bought my four-day pass. Now, my significant other isn't committed yet for everything. So I kind of left her off that because she didn't know if she was or not. So Someone can just walk up and buy a day pass. Do they sell individual day passes or is it like packages or like? Yeah, your- you can, you can do, there's the four day pass, which when you pre-register, it's like 80 or $90 and the, until like a couple weeks just before Jankon and then it gets a price bump, but you can buy individual like day passes um, along with, they actually have a, uh, like a family fun package, which I've, you know, I do not have a family to have fun with. 
<laughs> so I've never really looked at that, but that is uh, a thing. I think there's actually like a specific day that that is meant for where um, parents can bring in their kids and they have like, I know um, the Mayfair games who do is does like all the, the Catan games and stuff like that. They have like a big area in the exhibit hall that they have a bunch of demos and stuff like that, that they can, uh, you can bring in kids to, yeah. to come have fun. I'm wanting to think that that's Sunday because when we went last year, it was me, my lawyer friend, my teacher friend, mm-hmm. and his friend, uh, and another guy named Ross. And, uh, we got in on the family fun pass and you could, you could see it with the attendant at Gen Con who was ringing it up. It's like, okay, so what's his name? All right. And this is a family. Yeah. So like we all had like different last names, varying ages and stuff like that, but they were, it was Sunday and they, you know, let us go. But there was also somebody dressed up like a raccoon who was trying to sell me their day pass when I walked in too. So that was kind of, that was my first take right there. In general, I guess I'll have to try to figure out, I had to bring the kids. So of course. I, and, Children uh, can get in free though. Sweet. Uh, for most days. Awesome. So I've got all this stuff. Now event registration popped in and man, there was just so much to choose from. And, I ended up choosing nothing. There's there's a lot to choose from and making sure that you get like the, the but making sure you get into the events that you want and being able to actually just find the events because as fun as Gen Con is, the registration, at least the event registration, can be a little frustrating cause, just because their, their search engine for events is a little subpar. Yeah, it bogged down like a mother when I was doing it. Um, yeah. So I basically just signed up for panels. and right. uh, But does that mean that I won't get to play a single game at Gen Con? Not necessarily. They Plenty of games will end up with free spaces or they'll be kind of prepped with free spaces. So if you buy generic tickets, which are just basically uh, tickets that say, you know, this is worth $2. So you just hand the the GM of the game a couple tickets or where the price of the game is, and you'll be able to, to play. A lot of times they will have pre-gens and stuff like that, along with like open spaces and stuff, so you can just walk right up and play. Along with, um, there's plenty of areas uh, in the hotels where you can have uh, just a, a pickup game with some random people or some people you met online or stuff like that. Okay, cool. Pickup games sounds fun. So, I guess... Um this is an instance where you should have that dice and travel with them. Is that correct? It's recommended, uh, depending on the, like the situations that you're going in. If you're going into a, most GMs, at least in my experience, they'll have like a couple extra dice just in case somebody doesn't have any, or like if you're going into, uh, a game that uses like a particular type of dice, like if you're using, going to one that's uh, like a, a fate-based game or something along those lines, they'll usually have some some spare dice. Okay. Or other players will have spare dice too, so it's not 100% necessary, but it's recommended. It's yes. recommended to have at least you know a basic set of dice, some pens and paper, uh, or pencils and paper, rather. So yeah, it just, and if worse comes to worse, if I get up to Indianapolis and I realize I left my dice back at home, like Hit chess, you, except you will you'll not be at a loss for buying new <laughs> dice. There's awesome. chess expos strategically placed around the exhibit hall, so 
there's them, there's Q Workshop, which are a little higher end dice that have like the really fancy numbers and stuff like that on them. Okay. So when does the party start and when does the party stop for Gen Con, so to speak? The first official day, opening ceremonies and stuff like that, is Thursday. And then it goes to Sunday. But because people come from all over the world, and they technically open doors on Wednesday for people to come in and pick up badges, do any like last-minute uh, purchases, registration, things like that. So it's recommended if you're coming in for all four days... Get there Wednesday if you set up for will call for your badges as opposed to having it mailed to you. I usually do will call just because I'm paranoid about my badge getting lost in the mail and stuff like that. So yeah, just if you set up for will call, you can go in and pick up all your stuff. The line is usually pretty long. It goes out and I've had it where it went from the little booth or the, the booth, the like line of booths that they have for registration and will call. It's stretched all the way out, like down and around through the entire convention center almost. So, oh, but wow. it's long, but it'll move really quickly because they're really good about making sure that people are constantly moving. There's no holdups or anything like that. They've got like 10 or 12 people going through and describing people's badges and stuff like that. It's, it's kind of an, an awe-inspiring sight. That's where I messed up first off, man. Like, And this is something I noticed during event registration. I was hoping to double dip a tad bit mm. with Gen Con and my professional obligations as an educator with professional development. And I see all these great – I've already booked everything, hotel and all that. And then when I look, start looking at events, I start realizing that like, there's a nice panel on using – the, the place of thing in an English classroom, which while I don't teach English, my primary degree is English and I would really enjoy the opportunity to, you know, take part in that or not take part in it. Fuck what would I know about it? <laughs> I know Shakespeare, but I would love to have been able to, you know, took their advice and passed it on to other people. But all the educational things that I saw much to my chagrin was Wednesday. So. I've I've missed that opportunity for free professional development hours and a good excuse to uh, go to Gen Con. So kind of working with it. So that's one of my, for, for those of you in the future, if you're looking forward to that type of uh, seminar, you probably want to get there a day early. And also here's something else I've noticed that I've screwed up on. So we're talking about events. We've kind of talked about what we can do. So I need survival. Okay. Now, now I've done, I've done a tour of duty in Europe by going on, taking a group of 40 kids to, who went from London, Paris, uh, F- Florence, and then Rome. And I walked the entire time and stuff like that. So I'm feeling kind of confident, but on a scale of one being my feet are fine to 10, like just cut them off at the knees, doc. Like what are, what can I expect on a day to day walk in Gen Con? A day-to-day walk at Gen or just, Con, or just you know, do the exhibit hall, doing all the fun stuff at Gen Con. Like if if you, I mean, even if you manage to stay fairly close to the convention center, like one of the connected hotels, you're still going to be doing a lot of walking. Um, I mean, I would not be surprised if you do at least ten miles in a day. Like 
Um, but it's there's a lot of there's a I mean there's gonna be a lot of walking like there's there's no real way to avoid it yeah uh, it, the convention center itself is huge big big open hallways for the most part and then you're you're constantly walking from like the exhibit hall to like the all the connected rooms and stuff like that in the the convention center itself to uh, across sky bridges to the hotels which a lot of hotels host. Um, they have their own, like, you know, those, the little ballrooms and stuff like that, that they will host games and stuff like that in, uh, they'll have, uh, they'll host games and stuff. They'll host, uh, like panels and things like that too. So you'll be going from one side of the convention center to the other side, like all the time. And then if you want to go and get like food or anything like that, that's a walk down the you know, a walk a block or two away to find a a restaurant that isn't slam packed. Okay, so let's go on to food. This is a good segue. Last year, kind of taking all the Gen Con stuff, I noticed there's a few little little odds and ends around that around the place. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's also the food trucks parked outside. I've never ate at a food truck in my life. I live in a very rural place. But um, there's options there. Now, I did have a chance to go to the Ram, and they had special menus and probably special prices as well. But uh, what other kind of uh, recommendations could you give a person who was wanting to uh, eat around Gen Con? I've never actually been to the Ram, so I'm not sure how, how good it is. I know it's a very, very popular spot. Um but I think if you're if you're willing to spend a bit more money, I would recommend uh, Palomino, which is like right down the block from all that. It's a really nice kind of like Italianish place. Okay. Um, but there's there's your typical kind of you know, uh, not fast food, but chain restaurant places nearby. There's uh, there's a steak and shake that is almost constantly like packed to the door full of people. Uh, so some places like that, uh, the food trucks, I've only ever been to the food trucks like maybe twice during Gen Con, just because even the food trucks have dozens and dozens of people around them. So just making sure uh, with schedule, being able to get to there, get your, get your food and get to a panel or wherever, wherever your next event is, Make sure you have enough time, like an hour between events, like when you want, when you think you're going to want to go eat is a good idea. Having more than an hour is an even better idea, just in case, because there's these tiny trucks are going to be getting like 30 or 40 people coming up and ordering food within like 30 minutes. So it's going to take a little while for your food to come out. So, okay. So be patient. Yes, be patient and make sure to try and plan ahead. Uh, one year, we had a really, really jam-packed schedule, so it was like hard-pressed to get food in, like a decent meal in. Sounds like it would be a good idea to pack a bunch of snacks and or beverages that are yeah. are not alcoholic. Yes. Uh, snacks are highly recommended. Go get yourself some protein bars, cliff bars, stuff like that. Get yourself some trail mix. Um, Plenty of water. Go get yourself a nice, like, water bottle. Fill it up. Um, there, I believe there are 
water fountains in the convention center? I don't really remember. Hmm. But if if not, you can get water pretty easily. It's yeah, just a matter of health is is the, the issue. Because apparently, from our post Gen Con episode, I learned that apparently people pass out in Gen Con often. Yes, if you are, um, especially if you are a heavier set person, uh, if you do not drink enough water, especially if moving around, moving around a lot more, um, and especially moving in uh, confined spaces like the exhibit hall, which the exhibit hall is very big, but there's also 10, 20,000 people yeah. in there. Uh, so you're going to be packed in like sardines trying to move through. Uh, so it's going to create a, a very warm environment that you need to make sure that you're keeping yourself hydrated and that if you, you know, if you're feeling tired or anything like that, just take a break. Just, you know, step out of line, step out of whatever you're doing, just go sit down for a minute. You'll okay. be okay. Sounds good. Now, I, my wife um, approached me with this idea and I hadn't considered it and I'm very terrified. Okay. So I have here, the ages of my children are four and one. So one's obviously going to be in a stroller. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, I can't expect a four year old while my wife and children will not be with me all the time throughout, you know, everything. I can't expect mm-hmm. my four year old to walk so much. So are, are, is this a stroller handicap? friendly kind of area or am I going to start running into some um is it have you seen many issues with stuff like that before? Not I mean it's like I said, there's gonna be a lot of people. Like out in the main hall and stuff like that, you should be fine. But if you're trying to get a stroller or something like that through the exhibit hall, um especially with it's it's gonna be rough. Um if you're if you have like somebody kind of acting as like basically like a point guard for you, it can work a little bit better. Uh, a lot of times, unless it's like one of the really big booths, like getting through there isn't a huge, huge problem. But if you're up around like the fantasy flight or the Paizo booth or something like that, there it's gonna there's gonna be a lot of people. There's gonna be people wrapped around okay the the, the exhibit station. So. Seems like a decent segue for another topic. Now, dude, I got I got to leave with some swag. We all got to leave with some swag. When I was up of there, for day, I had to leave with like a hundred dollars worth of swag. Um, my <laughs> my wallet is already going through Braxton Hicks contractions, which are <laughs> fake contractions for those of you who don't know of uh, what money I will be spending. So, what's the best time to buy? If you want something that's going to be like Gen Con exclusive, like I would obviously recommend you want to get there as early as possible and get in when the doors first open. Uh, doors first open at doors open at ten ten a.m. every day for the exhibit hall. Okay, but just by the way, uh, but other I mean, unless you're just going in to you know kind of see what's new, not really going in for like any particular one thing. I would recommend maybe. Like early afternoon on like Friday or Saturday, okay. To, to just go in, or actually, uh, no, it'd be Thursday. I'm sorry, I'm 
got my days confused. Uh, Thursday or Friday, okay. really. Um, just because things kind of, they'll settle down a little bit. And you'll be able to go in once everything's kind of calmed down. It's become more of a, a steady flow of people walking in and out. Okay. And I guess uh, what I learned last year, apparently, like, people don't want to pack a bunch of shit back home. So you're going to find your best deals on Sunday. Is that correct? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, you can find some, some pretty good deals on Sunday. Uh, everybody's trying to pack up and get out of there. So they'll, they'll try and unload as much stuff as they possibly can. Um, I know a lot of vendors will do like specials. They'll do specials the entire convention. Like I know, uh, Pelgrim press last year, they had a, uh, buy two, get one free, I believe. Yeah. Um, so they'll, they'll be running things like that, like the whole convention. So as long as you, there's something out there that you're, you're thinking about getting, maybe compare it to a couple other things at the, whatever tables you're looking at and see whatever kind of deals you can get. I managed last year to uh, purchase the, of course, it's the D20 edition of it, but it also had the regular Call of Cthulhu rules. But um, I purchased and got autographed, which I was pleased with, a copy of Delta Green from nice. Adam Scott Glancy and... This particular one had some type of imperfection on it. I don't know. I never could see what it was. I think, like, you know, the book got dinged up or something like that, but it was uh, nothing. I have a, a copy that has um, some, like, some of the, the cover pages are a little, uh, like, wrinkled, basically. But, I mean, other than that, it's I fine. Got, I got it for 25 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, so, you can't complain. No, definitely not. So, seems like a pretty good setup there. Now, what else? Oh yeah. Now we're prepping the four year old. Like I'm okay. hoping, to, I'm hoping to raise a, uh, a a child that will appreciate these types of things. But uh, mm-hmm. my wife has been showing her videos of the cosplay. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the, the cosplay has its own particular like dead set time for like a parade can you t- kind of there's elaborate? there's a um there'll be class players like the entire convention they'll be out in like the main hall in front of the exhibit hall uh you know posing and stuff like that there'll be some outside um so you can always go up and ask them for pictures and stuff like that and they'll nine times out of ten they're more than willing to like you know give you a little pose stuff like that yeah. um, just make sure that you're not standing in like a main thoroughfare. Like there's plenty of space in that main hall outside the exhibit hall for people to move around and stuff. Okay. So, and, um, and then, uh, Saturday, Saturday morning, I want to say there is a, uh, cosplay parade. So people will, they'll all meet up and they'll do like a, uh, I'll walk through the convention hall and all and they're, they're geared up and everything. Sweet. And okay. then I believe there's the, uh, the actual cosplay contest is Friday night. I'm not 100% sure. I haven't. I've done a little bit of cosplay at Gen Con, but it's not something I really go there for. Uh, unlike, say, maybe a um, like an anime convention or something like that. Are you cosplaying this year? Uh, I was going to bring my payday gear uh, for, I think, maybe Thursday or Friday. I'm not Sure, but I'm going to bring that for one of the days. Yeah, sweet. 
Awesome. Looking forward to it. How do I find a game that like is a website still a tool that one could use to book games even during Gen Con? Or is this something that you need to kind of you mentioned um showing up and seeing if there was an empty spot. But for these little pickup games and stuff like that, is it just walk around and for the most part it's going over to the they have some free play areas set up and some of the hotels like the the jw marriott has a uh a big like ballroom that they have for open gaming so people just go in they'll grab a table and you can set up a game with whoever and and play when you get to gen con there'll be these big like magazines that are basically the con guide. So they give a rundown of every single planned event. So everything that has gone into um, everything that has been submitted through like the event submission, things like that before the convention starts is in there. So you can go in and look at games, look at panels, board games, stuff like that, that you can go and see and play. So you can always check that. Um, for like the day and time, if you want to see about getting into a particular game, um, you can use the website to search for events and stuff like that. If there's events that you try to try to get into, but they were sold out, still like keep those, like write those down, make a note of them, um, and go to that event. Okay. And try and use generic tickets. Check with the GM, see if there's might be a spot open and use generic tickets because. Okay. When you set up a game, you uh, you set up how many people you plan. You set on like the the minimum like minimum to maximum range of players and stuff like that. But a lot of times, that's just like how many players the GM wants. And then if somebody else shows up, they usually can like make a spot. Okay. Noah, uh-huh. what is Con Flu or Gen Con so, Flu? <laughs> Con Flu, uh, Confluenza, et cetera, et cetera. So we're all a bunch of stinky, sweaty nerds, right? So you get like 50,000 stinky, sweaty nerds and you put them in a relatively confined space. And not everybody has the best hygiene or not everybody might be feeling, you know, a little bit under the weather and stuff like that. So there's a lot of stuff in the air that you can very easily contract and, you might be feeling great during the convention, but like the day that you get home, you are just bedridden with some sort of who knows what virus or bacteria or something like that. So when you go, this is, this is just good general, like convention advice. It doesn't have to necessarily be for Gen Con, um, but make sure you shower every day, shower even more than every day. If need be, be sure to use plenty of deodorant, uh, wash your hands whenever you go to the bathroom. Pretty basic stuff. Uh, maybe keep like a little bit of uh, antibacterial uh, gel with you. Stuff like that. You know, okay. um, make sure if you have to sneeze or cough, cover your mouth. Um, especially cover your, especially if you're sneezing, stuff like that. Cover it with your like your your bicep or something like that. Don't sneeze into your hands. Because then you have all sorts of gross stuff on your hands. Yeah, that you will touch merch and people. Yeah, you'll be touching merch and stuff like that. And other people have been touching merch. So be careful of that, too. Okay. So 
Wash your hands. Don't stink. Do what you can. Yep. Yes. Sounds good. So I have to try to keep the kids from putting everything in their mouths. But, yes. Uh, oh, yes. And um, make sure, uh, you know, take like some, some vitamins or, uh, you know, allergy medication and stuff like that so you're not sneezing up a storm. So, yeah, it sounds like a good a good idea. So, got any horror stories other than the ones we've rehashed in the past? Uh, not particularly. Most of the ones that most of the really bad ones I've I've already mentioned. So yeah. you know, a couple people seeing some people pass out, stuff like that. Um, yeah, it's just uh, if you're going to Gen Con, just be aware of your surroundings. Uh, yeah. Be careful to other people. Don't like pushing stuff and stuff like that. Um, nine times out of ten, this nine times out of ten, anything worth like going like early to get at a booth or something like that um, is going to be out later. Like a lot of times, like with like the fantasy flight stuff, it's just an early chance to get it. It's not going to be the only chance. Yeah. So stuff like that. And, you know, uh, be sure to, you know, chat with other people, some people at booths and stuff like that, but don't take up too much of their time. Be sure to say, Hey, uh, to any of your favorite game developers, but don't try and like hog the spotlight with them. Yeah. And so another thing, make sure, okay, here we go. You will get, uh, you can check them online already, but you can get, uh, when you, the, the con guide is your friend and it has, uh, maps of the convention center in it. So familiarize yourself with that. If you get there early. So if you get there on Wednesday, be sure to, uh, you know, figure out like where certain places are, like where any of the games or panels that you're going to want to go to or be at are going to be and going there and, and checking them out and stuff like that. So, you know, from your hotel room where they're going to be, uh, how long it's going to take you, things like that. Familiarize yourself with the area is a, a big recommendation for me. So the only cons that I've ever been to has been a few horror cons, and I've been up to Origins here and there. Mm-hmm. And the worst experience I've ever had at any con, I've had some odd ones, but like the worst experience had nothing to do with people. It was just the shitty food that uh, they had up at uh, Origins, which was kind of a limited area there in Columbus, but they had a booth set up for Subway. So. I thought, okay, I'll do this. So I went up and they had very limited selections. So I picked like a Coke, a tree or something like that. And what I got was two pieces of bread. They handed me a sack full of meat and they handed me another sack full of vegetables and some mustard and um, mayonnaise. And I paid nine dollars for that for a six inch sandwich that I made myself. So. If I ever lose my job as an educator, I am going to put down that I was a fucking sandwich artist at least. You know? <laughs> but that was about the worst thing I've seen. Now, wow, there was a, a horror con I went to in Louisville, Kentucky once, and I didn't even go to the con. Never even set foot in the damn place. I was at a bachelor party where the con was going on, and it was just kind of it was an odd experience with all the cosplayers. It was really cool, but like you know, you hop in the elevator. And there's Frankenberry sitting next to you. Yeah. You go to the urinal and Darth Maul standing on one side of you and 
Super Mario is standing on the other side of you. Right. Just kind of like odd things. Uh, but anyway, I digress. Uh, that actually does bring up another thing, though, is that there are going to pe- be people there who are not there for Gen Con. And please be nice to those people because nine times out of ten, they are just confused and a lot of times old people. So, like, just realize that you're not the only people there. I know last year there was also a One Direction concert going on at the same time. The fuck? Yeah, no, I've managed to miss most of that because I had the, the haul ass towards the uh, the center of the city for a, a special game. But yeah, that was that was interesting because there's a, a little baseball stadium in between the convention center and the JW Marriott, and that's where like the concert was going on. So, so that's some great planning. Yes. Well, hopefully we're not going to have any. Well, definitely not One Direction. I hear they broke up. Now, I mean, yeah. I haven't read the latest Teen Beat or anything, so I'm not really like. Oh, uh, don't lie! You're a big One Direction fan. I can tell. I had to ask somebody last year what the fuck One Direction was at Gen Con. They were bitching about it to me, and I was like, I, "What is this? I I don't know." So, uh, old man, out of the loop. All right. So I guess that that about does it. So ideally. If, if the stars align for Noah and I, we will be – I'm bringing a, a Zoom recorder, so if we get in any games, hopefully – definitely mm-hmm. any special games, hopefully we'll be able to record a couple of those and throw a, a few actual plays here and there. Mind yep. you, um, I'm trying to set up with uh, lapel mics, but it's a good possibility, and I've realized this from other games that happen at cons and stuff like that, that there's, it's a louder place, and there's going to be a lot of – uh ambient noise going on there mm-hmm. and uh, if at all possible which i don't think my hotel has free internet maybe it does i'll double check but i would like to rec- like we can record um updates ideally or an update at least one point i mean it'd be nice to record something up there but yeah uh, we'll try to generate some content and uh i guess the next recording that we post up after this will probably be after Gen Con. So we'll have some, a wrap up and talk about our swag, all the fun stuff we did, horror yep. stories. Cause I, I'm scared to death with the kids, dude. I feel like I'm going to be like, um, be rain running out there going, Jason. Well, I mean, I mean, I should be a good parent too. I'm yeah. Like, like, <laughs> that's it. That's one part. And then, you know, <laughs> making sure that your kid isn't like in a gorilla pit or anything. <laughs> yeah. Not fall into a gorilla pit or just blatantly like not following your directions or anything like that. Awesome. Well, this has been fun. I enjoyed the chance to talk with you on this, Noah. Oh, yeah, definitely. And hopefully this will be a nice uh, year to year thing we can do. So, definitely. Well, uh, with that. I would like to thank uh, Ghost Mice for the use of their song Critical Hit for the intro and outro of this show. And also, as always, please give us a little bit of love on iTunes, Facebook, Twitter, and are we missing anything else? Do we have anything else? We have a web page. Yeah, our web page. Uh, you can leave us some comments, stuff like that. Yeah, uh, 
Facebook and Twitter. We both have accounts on there. So it's uh, what's the the Facebook? It's Role Playing Exchange. Yeah, Role Playing Exchange. Yep. And on Twitter, we are at RP Exchange. Like and you know, give us any give us some reviews on iTunes or any of the other uh, services in which you get podcasts from. Might be very helpful. And I think that's it. And if we've missed anything else, please drop down in the uh, on the, if you're at least on the web page, please drop down into the comments section for this episode and give us your own advice. Like, guys, it's my first time to really right. do the Gen Con thing. I need as much help as I can get. Exactly. Awesome. And with that, have a good day. Bye. Never give up. Not all fights are won by skill. Some are won by luck. Don't ever give in. You've got to keep on trying till you lose or you win. Cross your fingers, roll the die. Wait with hope for the big 2-0. Cross your fingers, roll the die. Let it go, let it go, let it go. Let it roll, let it go.